Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line. We can say this. These games in the NBA, they've always been bettable, but they haven't been watchable. And I think these playing games have kind of changed the tide a little bit as we get you set up for the eight seeds tomorrow night. Hawks, Cavs in Cleveland. Good home court there in Cleveland. We'll get to that. Hawks right now sitting three. Pelicans, Clippers in L.A. Clippers off the four and a half opener down to four. As we say, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi on a well-deserved break. So that means I've got my buddy, my partner, Wes Reynolds, with me. And I was thinking driving in, I think I'm going to start calling you Mr. Worldwide. No offense to Pitbull, right. but for those that don't know what, first off, hi, Wes. Yeah, World Wide West, by the way, is not William Wesley, who <laughs> works for the New York Knicks, who's about as well-connected in basketball as anybody. Uh, I wish I had the connections that World Wide West is. So That's not what I'll I meant. Ha- I'll have to be World Wide West Jr. I meant you're just worldly. You're well-rounded. If I come at you with TV, if I come at you with music, if I come back, any sport I want to come at. He was talking to me about horse racing the other night, grabbing beer. So Wes Reynolds knows it all, and we've got him today, tomorrow, and then Wes is going to be with me on Monday. As I mentioned, Michael takes a well-deserved break. Uh, As we get started here, Wes, we're going to have plenty of time to get to the basketball here coming up in just a little bit. I wanted to start here because this is my first full show since the Masters really wrapped, Mm -hmm. and I thought our Masters coverage here on Visa 
weekend was exhaustive. I thought it was stellar. In fact, I think our big event coverage, Super Bowl into the Masters this year, kind of sets the industry standard. And I must give you and, of course, Matt Humans and Brady Cannon all the credit for that with the exhaustive write-ups and the coverage. I heard from, and I'm guessing VSIN did as well at vsin.com, I heard from a lot of new bettors that are starting to get into golf. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not just about who's going to win the tournaments, matchups, top three, top five, top ten, whatever you want to do as far as betting. There's a wide array of betting when it comes to golf. And I bring golf up. It seems like a weird time to bring it up to start the show, but I bring it up because did you see what Tiger just said today? Tiger is going to play the Pro-Am July 4th through the 5th in Ireland. Mm. Now, with a lot of these events, you follow the money as far as sponsorship, right? However, that is a prelim that precludes or is right before, it doesn't preclude, it's right before St. Andrews, 10 days before the Open. So Tiger's going to be in Ireland for the Pro-Am, and then 10 days later to a place where he's won two majors, two Opens, over there in St. Andrews. So it looks like he's gearing up to play the open. Right. He's not sure next month what he's going to do with the PGA. I was just a little surprised when I saw that yeah. news on Tiger. Yeah, today. that pro-am and unofficial event is hosted by uh, J.P. McManus, who is an Irish businessman. You may know him if you follow, like, the Pebble Beach pro-am. He's always yeah. one of the amateurs, by the way. McManus, uh, one of the former major shareholders of Manchester United when Malcolm Glazer bought really? out the team. So he actually owned them in the late 19th. 1990s, early 2000s, a majority share. Uh, very, very wealthy. I will say that. I don't know what his net worth is. He is a, from Limerick, Ireland, but a very wealthy businessman and always has been kind of a benefactor, uh, you know, very powerful in the game of golf. So Tiger's playing over there. Now, he has filed an entry to uh, play the U.S. Open in Brookline up near Boston for June, but he hasn't really committed to that, and obviously non-committal about the PGA next month in Tulsa at Southern Hills. But you mentioned the betting as as this gets legal nationwide, Patrick, more and more people getting into golf, especially the big tournaments, the majors, Absolutely. And the players' championships, the WGCs. Obviously, uh, one Tiger Woods has a lot to do with that handle. When he is in the field, I don't care how he's playing or what his health is or what his fitness is. That is going to drive the handle. We heard it all week last week around here in Las Vegas where it's like, yeah, we got a six-figure liability to Tiger Woods. I don't care whether it was uh, the guys over at Westgate Superbook or, or, or Derek Stevens and the boys down yep. there at Circa or right here at the South Point or at BetMGM or wherever. It was a six-figure liability because casual bettors want to bet Tiger because they want to root for him. That's right. Because it's the ultimate redemption story, you know, where he would have – if he would have won that, it would have been like Lazarus coming oh, back. Oh, there was basically. juice. There was juice, Wes. You could – at the network, you could feel it. Uh, obviously, I mentioned the comprehensive coverage, but he dropped before – like that Thursday, he dropped a 20-1 mm-hmm. to 1 here at the South Point. I mean, that's a ridiculous mm-hmm. number on Tiger. Yeah. But I just think overall, you know, it just felt like a big event. And this is, you know, this would have been my yeah. third, what, third Masters here at VEASAN. But this just went up another level. And I understand Tiger being in the mix is going to do that. But I just, again, I just wanted to give you guys credit. And we look ahead, Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So they've, they've hosted the PGA, you can correct me if I'm wrong, four times. U.S. Open three times. Is that correct? I think it is. Yeah. Seven times total for the yeah. majors. Southern Hills there at Tulsa. Right now, Scotty Scheffler sitting 12 to 1 as your uh, betting favorite with Rom at 12 to 1 as well. Rory 14 to 1, JT 14 to 1. So that's coming up next month, which I love when they move the PGA up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and I were just discussing because you got a couple of bets going right now the RBC there at Hilton Head. 
there was actually a pretty strong carryover as far as the Masters field into this week's Hilton Head event. You've got JT, you've got DJ, you've got Cantley, Morikawa, Cam Smith. So that's a pretty good field after yeah. the Masters. Yeah, you've got five of the top ten uh, this week. And by the way, you did mention Southern Hills. The last winner of the PGA Championship at Southern Hills was one Tiger Woods. Oh, he's going to play. Now, that was back in 2007. It's hosted the U.S. Open. But who uh, also said that Southern Hills in Tulsa was his favorite golf course to play? That would be the recent recipient of the green jacket, Scotty Scheffler. So the days of getting decent prices on Scheffler are not going to be there anymore. You're going to see 10 or 12 to 1 for the PGA next month. But to the RBC, yeah, we do have five of the top 10. You had a lot of contenders in the Masters. Now, usually, at least historically speaking, at the RBC Heritage, the guys that really play are kind of right there, relatively speaking, in contention at the Masters usually have a little bit of a hangover the week following. I think dating back to 2010, you've had two players from 2010 to 2021 that finished top five in the Masters and then finished top five the very next week at the RBC. So that's why I did actually skirt some of those big guys like Morikawa and Thomas and whatnot. Cameron Young, by the way, your early leader, he is in the clubhouse at eight under bar. You might know the Cameron Young because he was in that final pairing with Joaquin Neiman earlier this year at Riviera and finished runner-up. So uh, Cam Young, big hitter off the tee. He is basing the field. PGA Championship West coming up Thursday, May 19th. Remember, they've moved it up. I'm excited for it. The Scheffler, as you mentioned, there's going to be no more value on Scheffler, who's won, what, three of the last five he's entered. And for me, dude, I thought the event came down to Ridley, Nance, Scheffler, and Morikawa sitting in the cabin Mm -hmm. with the awkwardness. When when Morikawa... Matsuyama, you mean. Excuse me, Hideki Matsuyama, last year's winner, when he was trading the green jacket, and we'll get into the NBA here in a second, but to me, that was just, that was the tournament. I love that part. No, uh, no, I do too, and everybody's like, oh, take it away. I was like, no, that's the fun of it. We love the awkwardness. That's the fun of it, especially if there might be tension between somebody, which there wasn't here, but (laughs) might be tension between somebody putting the green jacket on the new recipient. Can't get enough of it, so anyway, kudos Kudos to the Masters coverage as we continue along. Uh, join us uh, here on VSIN. We'll have comprehensive coverage of the PGA coming up next month as well. Okay, we get you started. You had the 9-10s last night. You know, the Hawks are dangerous just because of that offense, a 132-103 winner. Hornets are undersized. They got to find a center. They cover the 5.5, of course, the Hawks. It stays under 235.5. Now, it depends on where you bet this. I don't know what you had it closing at, Wes. I had it 235 and a half, so it just stays under mm-hmm. the 235 and a half with the total landing 235. I thought what was interesting about this matchup, McMillan left the starters in late. And where I started the show today talking about it's always been bettable if you listen to JVT and others who have angles on regular season betting in the NBA, but it's not watchable. We're starting to see the sea change here as some competitive basketball, no load management, obviously, and some basketball you can actually get into aesthetically. Right. And you look at this game last night, uh, 132-103, same song, different verse for the Charlotte Hornets. You mentioned very undersized. And remember, they got boat raced by the Indiana Pacers in this scenario last year. So the Hawks, you know, and and this is where I get a little buyer's remorse uh, because I ended up only playing second half over, which got there. But I almost think, and it's easy to say now, I'm like, I wish I would have laid it with the Hawks because it was kind of a simple deal because this is a team Atlanta. I know they were down from expectations because they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but this is an Atlanta team that did win two playoff series last right. year and made the Eastern Conference Finals and were competitive. And this is a Charlotte Hornets team that is not really 
done anything of note in the playoffs. Still a very young team. Atlanta pounded them on the glass 54 to 41. Clint Capella basically had his way. Atlanta blew the game open in the third quarter. It was 42 to 24. And you look at Atlanta. Trey Young, yeah, he had 24 points and 11 assists. He was 8 of 24 from the floor, only 1 of 7 from the 3. So to be able to do that and be able to pound a team in, in what is a playoff game, I still count it as a playoff game, to be able to pound a team and get all five starters in double figures without your big gun shooting the ball very well maybe speaks to what some people are saying about Atlanta, that they could be live in a scenario against Miami if they make it there. They lost in six last year conference finals to the Bucs, but the difference this year for Atlanta, and it hasn't been the same team, but DeAndre Hunter, remember, that was a missing piece last year. He guarded Bridges last night and frustrated him, obviously. And he mentioned Trey, who goes for 24 and 11. He was 3 of 13 in the first half, but he was a plus 27 on the game. What does that mean? He's getting all of the attention. Yes. And when he gets all of the attention, this is what makes that offense so elite. Mm -hmm. He's a great passer. So he opens up, obviously, Capella was great last night. I think DeAndre Hunter, the addition of him this year in the postseason is going to be huge for the Hawks. No, no, no question about it because they do have dangerous three-point threats. Of course, they got Gallinari. Yep. Of course, they got Kevin Herter, and I think really Clint Capella, 15 and 17 last night. That's going to be a very interesting matchup against the Cavs, and we'll get to that later in the program because the Cavs, all of a sudden, that defense has really declined uh, uh, with uh, Jared Allen being out. And Evan Mobley, the rookie from USC, is a solid defender, but it's like he can't do it by himself. Totally. So I'm worried, uh, you know, on that end, in terms of that individual matchup for the Cavs, what Clint Capella is going to be able to do to Mobley down there. By the way, there is right now, it looks to be 50-50 game time decision on Jared Allen. And if Allen's starting, they're going to throw three seven-footers at you, mm -hmm. the Cavs. And they've got a tremendous home court advantage there in Cleveland. We'll get to that, that matchup tomorrow. That might be a reason, too, why you're seeing the threes disappear on Cleveland. We're starting to see the number disappear. We'll get to that game. Hawks-Cavs next. And, of course, the Pelicans and Clippers just getting started. Wes Reynolds in for Michael Lombardi. This is the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. -O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Santos, thank you. Give me a Euro play for today by the end of the show. Thank you very much. It's time to and I'll and I'll bet it over at BetMGM. It's time to download the app. You know they have all your favorite wagering options and game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that state issued ID. You're ready to bet. Whatever your style, whatever your sport, you're going to love it. Got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, I'm Patrick Maher. Uh, he, of course, is Wes Reynolds sitting in for Michael Lombardi. Hope Michael is having a great vacation. He deserves it as we get you going here on a Thursday. You've got your eight seed up for grads in the East and the West tomorrow. Okay, so let's pick up where we left off, Wes. The Hawks are a favorite on the road. Mm-hmm. Now, this number immediately jumped up the th- couple three and a halfs I saw out there. We pulled back a little bit with the Hawks laying it at Cleveland down to three. You know, this is huge. And Jared Allen looks like he's going to be a 50-50 game time decision. And that is huge with Capella. And, uh, and it, it, again, this is a top five offense in the Hawks. The second in offensive rating against a top five defense in the Cavs. But those three seven footers really make a difference. You mentioned Mobley, Markkinen, and of course, Jared Allen, who is a tremendous defender. The Hawks did defeat. They, they won 3-1 on the season series against the Cavs. And Young went nuts in those matchups. 35-40 one and 30 in the three wins. The question is Darius Garland. Can he keep pace? 
Um, but I actually think this is a pretty interesting matchup just because you've got the road favorite and a home court to the Cavs who were 25 and 16 straight up, 22, 17 and two ATS at home. And Atlanta was near the bottom on the road this year, both straight up and ATS West. Yeah. That fourth meeting, by the way, which I believe was on March 31st, uh, there was no Mobley nor Jared mm-hmm. Allen in that matchup. So Trey young, 30 and nine, Kevin Herter, 23 points, a uh, big win there for Atlanta. But I was mentioning before we were uh, up against it and we went to a break in the first segment, there were some threes out there. Now, if maybe Jared Allen being able to go and what is, you know, a loser leave town match to use an old pro wrestling term that I like to use. And that's what it is. Losers going to be out. Winners right. going to be the eight seed. So is the possibility that Jared Allen is going to be back now. How effective he is going to be, I don't know. The Cavs do have size besides Allen and Mobley. Of course, they do have Markinen. They do have Kevin Love, which obviously you can get fouls and whatnot, but hasn't really helped them defensively. Their defense has really fallen off a cliff without Jared Allen. They were in, like I think, like the top 10. Now they're in like the mid-20s in terms of uh, net rating there on defense. So that's what what concerns you. However, Atlanta – only 16 and 25 on the road, despite the fact that they don't really have a great home court advantage down there in the ATL. That was the only one I think of the four atmospheres that we saw in this play in round where the home crowd really <laughs> wasn't all that raucous. I know, you know, like Minnesota, like they were going insane. Minnesota was going freaking nuts. Yes. Yes. Brooklyn was obviously very good and very solid. Uh, Hova was there, Jay-Z, all the celebrities up there in New York. And then, of course, uh, last night I felt it was a pretty good atmosphere in New Orleans. But Atlanta was absolutely dead. So, you know, you know, Cavs, uh, you know, looking to make their first postseason appearance in a while here. And that number is dropping. But I want to maybe go a macro version sure. here with the total. Here's what we're seeing. We are starting to see these totals now drop because of what we saw in the first round, depending on your number in that Charlotte Atlanta game last night, I think the, the unders were four and oh, I know I had the under in the new Orleans yep. game last night. So what are they doing? They're going to bet that to continue. So here's what I would say. If you like the overs in these games and we've got two of them tomorrow, wait, mm-hmm. because you may get a better number and you may see some buyback because I think these early bets on the under They might be a true position for these sharp guys, but they might not be either. It might just be, okay, we're just going to grab a number because we know it's going to drop. So we can always buy off or we can always go over the top. You know, these are obviously the early sharper betters that are betting bigger dollar amounts. So you've seen both of these totals drop. So I would maybe wait on that a little bit if you like the over. Yeah, to Wes's point, he nailed it. Uh, Hawks, Cavs open 225 down to 223 at most shops. Pelicans, Clippers. Clippers are a good defensive team. And they got Norman Powell back. Kawhi isn't talking to the team, so we don't know if <laughs> we, we would assume <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's not coming back. PG three is a good. Def- excuse me, Paul George is a good defender on the on the wing as well. That number opened two seventeen down to two fifteen. But to your point, when I sat down now just nineteen minutes ago, DraftKings shot the DraftKings. They were the first to go to two and a half on the Hawks off the three. Now, Wes, if you take a look, everybody's followed suit. It's blanketed across the board. Hawks laying two and a half. My assumption is that's on the Allen news. Allen right. is such a difference maker for this team as far as the size. Yeah, no, no question. No question about it. And I think Mobley individually, the rookie out of USC, is a good defender. 
but I think he's more of a good team defender. I think I don't, he gets a little lost sometimes, yeah, too. Yeah, he, he's not exactly like a lockdown guy totally here. Agree. And then you're dealing with uh, Capella in this matchup. And Capella, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't consider Capella to have a really diverse offensive skill set, but he certainly can get putbacks and dunks and rebounds, and he's obviously a very long defender. You know, if he's able to defend down low, if you don't get him out in space, like on a pick and roll yep. or something like that, but... Yeah, it's a tough matchup. I think Mobley's going to need all the help that he can get, but I have not bet this game as of yet. I obviously would lean a little bit Hawks for the same reason they beat the Hornets. I think it was the experience, and I think that that absolutely mattered. When you have teams that at least whether they win or lose these series, those are games. Yeah. And when you have teams that that have those games against teams that don't, Sometimes that's hard for that young team to step up because we've seen regular season basketball for what we've seen over the last two or three weeks, especially hell of a lot different than playoff basketball. If Wes Reynolds, this Pelican team had Zion and that's a huge, if, if they did, they'd be dangerous because CJ McCollum has been ridiculous. 32, seven dimes, six boards last night in the win over the Spurs. They easily, they covered the five and a half. It shouldn't have been as close as it was a 10 point win. One thirteen, one Oh three for the Pellies. Ingram went nuts. Valanchunas has been very good. Both 20 plus two shot makers and McCollum and Ingram Herb Jones, the defender, the rookie has been awesome. The Spurs made a run in the second half, but they just don't have the weapons. Now the question is, will he or won't he with Popovich who's 73, but Mm -hmm. this Pelicans team is dangerous just because sometimes you look for that spark. And if you take a look what they did, as far as prior to the all-star break, they were 23 and 36 since then. And they had about a 10% probability to make the postseason since then 13 and 10. And honestly, Wes, it really comes down to CJ McCollum. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're ever since they made that trade at the all-star break, new Orleans, a very respectable 13 and 10. Uh, and, and he's really the guy that got him in the playoffs and, what really hurt the Spurs last night, of course, uh, uh, DeJounte Murray, who's kind of been the all-world guy, yes. who's probably the main reason they even got to this uh, 10 spot, basically to even have a chance to advance in the main draw. DeJounte Murray, rough night from the floor last night, 5 of 19 in 34 minutes, only 16 points. If he's not scoring, the They're Spurs dead. are not winning. They're dead. And you could absolutely see that last night. Uh, Vassal was the leading scorer at 23 but I think for the Pelicans, getting Brandon Ingram back, uh, JV, 22 and 14, but uh, 3J McCollum there, 32 points. I think he had, uh, I think he went over his point total or his prop total, I believe, in the first half last night. So that was a key for New Orleans. Uh, they're going to be obviously a very interesting team, and uh, we're going to see them against the Clippers tomorrow night. And, you know, it's almost, it's interesting with CJ getting, and I know he had a good relationship with Dame Lillard. And it's Ingram's team, you would think, in essence. But getting there, he's kind of had that flexibility to be the guy. Yeah. And he just cre- he has such an opportunity to create yeah. shots, that little step back that he does. And with him and Ingram, they've got two shot makers. Valanchunas has been awesome. And, you know, it's going to be an awesome battle tomorrow night with the Clippers laying four on the perimeter with Powell and George and McCollum and Ingram. And what I've got to say for the Pelicans here, too, is – they were able to slow down the Spurs and look, I had the under 228 and it closed 223 and a half. And it got to the point where I was debating, okay, do I want to try a small middle shot here? Yeah. I feel like it dropped like way too much, but I eventually didn't. Uh, San Antonio third fastest pace in the NBA this season. They only got held to 95.5 last night. So nice job by the Pelicans. Now it helped that 
they were only 42% from the floor and they're missing shots and the Pelicans are winning plus 19, 53 to 34 on the rebounding edge. So that's going to slow a team down. Uh, we shall see if they are able to do that against the Clippers tomorrow night. Now, this is do or die for a team that does have more playoff experience than their opponent being the Pelicans. So haven't seen a ton of movement, really. It's pretty much four across the board. I think BetMGM might actually, as I'm looking at my screen, have three and a half with a little bit of juice to the Clippers side. So haven't decided where I'm going with that one as of yet. Get the best of the number. We talk about it all the time. If you're betting 228 on the under, it closes 223. You're feeling pretty good about that CLV. Is that what you got at 228? Yes. Yeah, I bet it on Tuesday. And then I woke up and I was looking at the number. I was like, wait a minute, what happened? Did somebody get ruled out here for it to drop that precipitously? But that's what I'm saying. People are going to bet recency stuff because, because this is a loser leave town type of scenario. I think more people are inclined to bet unders in these games. But as you kind of saw in that Atlanta Charlotte game where that almost went over, if that LaMelo ball layup goes at the end, it does go over. So Sometimes you see the scoring kind of slow, and you saw that in the Cavs in the Brooklyn game. I think they only had 100 points in the first half. Second half scoring picks up. So that's kind of the way you have to play this a little bit. Lower scoring early, then it picks up later. Clippers 20 and 21 ATS at home. Pelly's 20 and 21 ATS on the road. Thoughts on LaMelo Ball in the last 20 seconds here? You like him long term? I do. I, I think I Charlotte. Too. Charlotte has some good, interesting pieces. But like you said, they need a big guy because they're absolutely overwhelmed down they low. absolutely need a big, just like this show needs a big. And he's walking in right now. That's Vinny Maliulo from behind the book. He's about seven feet tall. You should see him in person. We're back. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, NFL draft, Matt Santos right here down the street in Vegas this year. We'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts, Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi. He'll be back, former NFL. In fact, he's going to be in studio for the draft. Give his draft analysis. You got VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first round pick. Sean King, a Super Bowl winning champ. We've got the best insight in the industry right here on VSIN. Also, legendary sports broadcaster, voice of the Raiders. Brent Musburg is going to give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the draft for 19 bucks. It's vsin.com slash spring. That's vsin.com slash spring. Michael Lombardi out. Wes Reynolds in. Wes is going to be with me here today. He's going to be with me tomorrow. He's going to be with me on Monday. I'm looking forward to it. And pray for me. I think I got a mall on Saturday and Josh on Sunday. And you know, Josh, he can be a pain in the, you know what I'm saying? So we welcome <laughs> you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. By the way, are you contributing to the draft guide? I don't believe so. I believe I get a little bit of break from writing, uh, but that that's obviously can change at a moment's notice. And we're going to talk betting on the draft with Vinny Maliulo, who's here from behind the book. He just had a timely reference during the break. He was giving us a Don Rickles nuggets. Hi, Vinny. <laughs> what do you say, fellas? How's what do you everything? say, my man? I say it's good to be here with you guys. I see that uh, once again, you've got to rotate host with uh if Mr. we're going to do it, you can't beat Wes Reynolds, my man. That's no, what I say. That's right. Strong. I'm Mr. Versatility. I'm always the fill-in guy. I'm always in the bullpen. Mr. Utility. <laughs> Tom Brookins. There's an old name for you. How about that? Uh, they're betting the under so far. Play-ins, and they're consistent, and they're doing it as well because the two openers for tomorrow night with the Hawks, Cavs, and Pelicans, Clippers, both totals dropped as well. Then. Yeah, the uh, uh, Cavs total uh, down a couple of points uh, to two twenty-three and a half. 
Uh, actually, uh, the uh, the Pelican, we opened it a little bit lower, so got ahead of it a bit. Uh, 216. Figure to see some more more defense. I mean, look, you look and you go, wait, 223 and a half. Is that low? I mean, there was a time when, you know, Jimmy Vaccaro and I were on Monday. Yes, exactly. I was betting 180 10 years One, ago. I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, it still seems high, but uh, again, more defense in the playoffs, but not as much in previous uh, uh, previous uh, uh, playoffs for sure. Vinny, on these uh, early games, mm-hmm. I mean, look, it, it it begs the question. Every single sport, betters are going to bet what they saw last four under so far yeah. in this play-in scenario. Do you anticipate, or or have you noticed early? Do you think maybe these are just like sharper guys? Like, okay, I'm going to get the number now because I know that I'm not going to see it again. So these are going to disappear, and maybe looking to come back on the overs well, here for tomorrow. Yeah, game. that's a that's a fair question. And two, you have to try to determine what's a what's a move, what's a, a, a manipulative move, a false move, whatever you want to call it. But uh, the other part is these are more respected opinions betting totals this early, right? This far in advance, it's not a, you know your your casual fan, your average fan, uh, just saying, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take uh, take a stand on these totals this early. So games for Saturday, right, and Sunday, right now, Mavericks. This one's already moved uh, six and a half points. We used 16 and a half, 216 and a half. It's down to 210. Uh, by the way, that game is up two points to uh, four and a half. Uh, the Grizzlies total down a point to 234. Uh, Raptors, Sixers, 216 and a half down a point. And, They've all uh, dropped. Yeah, uh, the Nuggets and Warriors are, are, are down. No, Warriors are up two points mm-hmm. to, to oh, six. War- okay. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, the totals the down totals to 23, dropped. you know, yeah. so, um, yeah, we're, we're seeing it so far. Uh, net, net Celtics down to 224, a couple of points. And uh, I think you're going to see that throughout the playoffs yeah. too, because look, these markets adjust obviously as you get results. So it's like, okay, if the unders are hitting, eventually you guys behind the counter are going to move the number down enough where it's oh. like, okay, now there maybe is some ways to take the over. So usually you do see, I think, water kind of find its level. In this well, market. yeah, and again, you're going to move them a lot quicker, a lot sooner. I mean, these are in advance, so uh, they've moved rather quickly. Uh, the public still loves to root for points, so right. we also know so that at some enough. point there'll yeah. be parlays uh, to the over. And again, you know, if it, if it moves down, for instance, the, the Jazz Celtics are down significantly so far, at some point, there'll be a threshold, and that's just what we're looking for with line movement is, is to see where that buyback threshold is. And Wes and Vinny, when we're talking about that early number getting hit, let's just clarify. So you've got a 4.30 our time, 7.30 Eastern time, Hawks-Cavs tip-off tomorrow in Cleveland. I don't know the exact percentages, Vin, but I'm guessing most bettors are going to be betting that 4.15. So just to give you an idea, you know, right before tip is when most get down on these games. What we're talking about and signifying as far as getting hit early is what you call respected money for the most part, not always. Yeah, or particularly on totals as well, right? I mean, right, uh, that's specific. There, there are there are uh, respected opinions that zero in and always have uh, zeroed in on uh, on totals, and 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 you really have to respect that opinion. Listen, you want to respect everybody's bets uh, because people are putting their money up, right? They're putting their money where their mouth is. Oh, stop! And well, except for you, Maher. I mean, you're, but- you're going to do this thing where you act like you respect all betters when you know that's not true because you cut me from betting totals in the NBA about a couple of months ago. So I thought I was providing you with valuable information, yet you've decided to let me that. Let me clarify this. Uh, unless it was, you know, uh, some other Vinny. In another jurisdiction, <laughs> I know you'll take my. Uh, you can bet as, as as much as you want on totals, whether they be over or under. So <laughs> I apologize. Let's, let's make sure that we have that on record, please, uh, Matt Santos, producer. Please uh, 
block this in for yeah. for future. Uh, Put that in the archive. For, for future and have that handy. Future replay, please. And I, I, I'll show you the letter they sent to my house saying your business is not welcome here anymore. Sign Chris Andrews. Yeah. Um, uh, what about the limo that we sent for you? <laughs> it wasn't a letter. It was a limo. Hey, but go by, ahead. By the way, where did you mm. open Hawks Cavs? Because it immediately got hit up to three. Couple books went to three and a half. Mm-hmm. I think the Jared Allen news, Vin, has brought it back down to two and a half. Yeah, t- uh, two uh, as high as three, and now uh, back to uh, two and a half as as we speak. Uh, so, um, you know, with with the, uh, the Hawks obviously favored here, and again, you know, uh, just this clarifying look openers. So you got you got uh, a, 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 what you think is going to be a good starting point, and again, just line movement, just trying to get two way action, you know, and so far. Uh, we've had it, but I, I suspect that this one will have more two-way uh, than you know. Maybe the maybe I don't know about the Clippers uh, Pelicans uh, to be. I mean that one's sitting right at four right now. But I think you'll to your point earlier, Patrick. Uh, tomorrow will be the day that more you know most of the action will come in on. It's going to be day of. Is there's no no uh, secret to that. The day of is uh, when we draw the most action. Did you take favorite? Sorry, Wes. Did you take favorite money yesterday on both games? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Actually, I would was, assume uh, you did. Yeah. So, uh, but again, loser, loser, loser for you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, Sorry. don't. Yeah. Well, I'm not crying. I know. No. The lights are on. No. Lights are on. He's dressed in the nines here on I'm a glad Thursday Wes morning. I'm in the middle us. today because I didn't realize you were going to be so feisty. So I'm no, glad he's in the middle. No. Uh, living the life here, uh, Vinny. Uh, we got six uh, matchups, by the way, <laughs> for the NBA playoff series. Uh, what have you seen so far in the series betting? I know a big topic of discussion once uh, Brooklyn went ahead mm-hmm. and took care of their business against Cleveland is that you actually had a couple books open them as the favorites. And now I think it's materialized. Maybe some of the openers thought that they were wrong. And now you're seeing Celtics pretty much minus 145 consensus. Yeah, 35 to 45. is. Uh, we, we actually uh, used Celtics the favorite here. Look, there's, there's, a, there's a way to uh, – you have to define and really – distinguish between anticipating and overreacting to right so uh are, are the nets a better team than we've seen for most of the year yeah well they're healthier now mm-hmm. uh, but let's remember this has there been a more dangerous consistent uh or, or stronger team than, than than the celtics particularly in the east in, in the last month and a half to two months i don't think so so um you know the celtics deservedly so uh they're the favorites here uh, they've got the home court, which, which again, not as big a factor as it once was, but still uh, something to be said for it. And uh, it's, this is this is going to be a fun series, I think. You know, this is going to be a really good series. I think it's going to be a popular series. The games are going to be bet, uh, and as the series progresses, you'll see uh, series price action as well. But mm-hmm. uh, open the uh, the Celtics as favorites here, uh, and again, uh, look what, what they've done now. Not as I think the Nets are probably a little bit healthier overall than than the Celtics, but again the Celtics still solid here. You probably see uh, net support uh, at some point. Game sitting at four, game one, uh, but I think there'll be a, a, a net support early. But then uh, folks waiting to bet the Celtics will see what uh, what the, the least amount they can lay in game one. Wes, is this series going seven? Uh, I think it very well could. And look, I I would favor Boston here. I think. One thing I also want to say, too, and we'll get to NBA futures uh, momentarily, but if you're wanting to bet the Nets, and and I know people get tired of hearing this, this is that rollover series bet deal where you're going to get more bang for your buck instead of necessarily betting futures on the Nets because 
the market really respects the Nets. Yeah. And I think you've seen that throughout the year, and that's why we've been talking about it ad nauseum on Visa. And it's like, why aren't they more? You know, this team is the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference, and you don't usually see teams with that low of a future price. I think uh, – I believe the only team I was looking at that this morning – was I think the Lakers one time had odds that that short. I think it was the 03 Lakers with Shaq and Kobe, right. and they won one first-round series, and then that was a wrap. Yeah, I was just pulling up the series prices at another book. Celtics 145. Mm-hmm. It did. A couple of shops did open with the Nets favorite. It immediately No, no, flipped. no, no question. Yeah, I mean, and again, it, look, a lot, a lot of it has to do also with uh, position uh, on futures too, right? Where a particular – uh, location, what, uh, uh, what, what they're, what they're, where they're sitting for uh, the Eastern Conference, uh, uh, the Western Conference, and of course uh, the championship uh, uh, liability as well. Kyrie and KD are going to play 46 a game. That's going to be dreadful. Yep. We're coming back with Vinny here on the Lombardi Line. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, all the action you need is over at BetMGM. Sign up now using that bonus code VSEN1000, VSIN1000. Your first wager free risk up to $1,000 when you register new bettors over at BetMGM. You also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting odds. Player props. They got a bunch of player props over at BetMGM. Check it out. You get the reward program as well. Use those rewards for on-site bonuses and at MGM Casinos. Got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, I'm Patrick Maher. He is Wes Reynolds. Vinny Maliulo. Always thrilled out every Thursday to have him right here on the Lombardi Line. You know, Wes, we were just discussing the idea, and I was... I always joke with Vinny, but this idea of booking the NBA in a regular season right. is almost, it's, it's perilous. And the, what you said is you do a lot of screen watching and a lot of second half betting because getting in pregame is dubious at this point. No, it is. Now, it might be a little more true to form here in the playoffs. Sure. Obviously, uh, you know, we've seen one series where it's absolutely flip-flopped where now you have the Jazz, the five in the West, the favorite over over Dallas because we don't know when Luka, Luka. Doncic is going to be back. So you have seen that already move. I think uh, the consensus on game one was like minus three. Now you're seeing as high as four and a half in the market. I know that's where it is right here at the South Point right behind us. So you know, injuries are still going to matter. And look, we're seeing, you know, on watching some of the monitors in the studios, there was a reporter out there from ESPN and said, well, Ben Simmons might be back. Well, we don't know. I mean, I saw him in his, uh, in his uh, all green. Uh, he was celebrating the Masters. Hey, with that's that what green. you wore when we that, met up that's the That's what I should have wore. I wish that's, I had Ben yep. Simmons that's a good outfit. Look. That looked le- like a Jolly Rancher. That, that green leather <laughs> there, uh, you know, a little leprechaun outfit, but I mean, so now there's speculation, and then you got to watch and, you know, see if it's actually going to happen. But you usually will see guys here in the postseason. There's not a lot of load management, as you mentioned earlier. So if guys can go, they're going to go. And we're seeing that potentially with Jared Allen tomorrow in that play-in scenario. Great point. I mean, look, we have a better idea of who's in the lineups and who's not. And, uh, you know, the, the key point that Westmate is load man. There's no load management, right? Really oh. in the playoffs, right? So uh, injuries are injuries. Williams for the Celtics. You know how does that play out, right? We figured that originally he was going to miss the first uh, the first series. I think it depends on where the series stands, right? Patrick, you and I were talking off air. If the Celtics are up two nothing, does he come back for game three? Probably not. If they're down two games, there's more of an acceleration probably uh, uh, of his return, but. Uh, you know, the Luka injury, uh, the, the Ben Simmons, we haven't seen him yet. So was he really going to yeah. impact the number? Not not really, because, right. again, how does that impact their rotation? Just to, uh, you know, uh, look, it's not against, anything against Ben Simmons, but really we don't know what, what the team is going to be like with, with him in the lineup or in, in the rotation. So 
Um, I think we have a better idea, which is why also we can put numbers up uh, in advance. We stopped putting up overnights uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, with, with a couple of weeks to go. And it's because, you know, again, you just didn't know who, who yeah. was going to be in the lineup. It's almost like a Tiger situation. He comes back, the adrenaline the first game, he shoots 71, he's under bar, and then all of a sudden the reality is going to set in going forward because this is a guy that doesn't have – you know, that's not clearly going to be whenever he returns is not going to be in game shape. There's being in shape that's right. and then there's being in game shape. And he clearly is not in that. I mean, just to throw a body at Tatum defensively is where mm-hmm. they really need Simmons. But I think you're both right. I, I, I wouldn't count on him. How are you hand, handling the Luka news? Well, again, just, just monitoring it like everybody else, just like betters. I mean, the Jazz opened as two and a half point favorites, and uh, you know uh, now they're they're up to four and a half point favorites. Obviously, if he's going to go, uh, that number will come down. But is he? He's not going to be a hundred percent either, right? So, uh, just like everybody else, waiting uh, waiting for the official word. The good thing is, uh, it, it should come rather quickly. The game is uh, the first game on Saturday. It's a, a ten o'clock Pacific start. Now, Which doesn't uh, help Luca, by the way, no. as far as recovery. Go ahead, Wes. Well, futures liability here. I got to mm-hmm. think, you know, you, like a lot of other shops here in town, are sitting at least ahead of the game right now t- with the Lakers obviously flaming out in spectacular fashion. You know, everybody's going to have Laker liability if – you know, this is a Laker town. I yep, think if absolutely. you go in the sports book, if you go in the South point about seven o'clock at night, Pacific time, there's some Laker jerseys out here. So I got to think at least you're ahead of the game for now. Who are you liable to going forward? Um, you know, with the Lakers out of it, because the, the obvious question too was, is that going to hurt the handle? I think people adjust, yes. you know, I mean, it's yes. still the playoffs has <laughs> expanded, you know, <laughs> yeah, we've got this play in bet. aspect of it. Now, do we wish the Lakers were not? Yeah. I mean, you know, probably, but Look, the fact that the the Suns, who have become very popular in the last couple of years, uh, and we had a big exposure to the Suns a year ago, not as much this year. Um, the Warriors, uh, I think, uh, are are live there, but not. We don't have the exposures this year that we did a year ago. The Raptors, some you know, some folks took a chance on the Raptors a couple of months ago, thinking that they were going to get uh, healthier, and with the moves that they made, and they, I think they surprised a lot of folks. Uh, so I think you consider the Raptor. You don't have as much liability with shorter price teams, right? Because again, the odds weren't great. Where you have liability is when you start getting into some of the longer shots, right? I mean, if teams are say I don't know forty, fifty to one or higher during the course of the season, and somebody takes uh, or some uh, some folks take a chance on those. Uh, but the the Raptors a, a couple of months ago. Uh, the Heat really got some uh, early, uh, some early action too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't see anything uh, as bad as uh, last year, where both the Hawks and the Suns were a big, uh, big detriment to the house. And to Wes's point, this very—it's a great point. This very much is a Lakers town. I don't oh, think there's no question. Real. Las Vegas is a Laker town. No, love the through. Lakers. I mean, when they're the last game. Uh, uh, of the night, there's always action, everything going to the Lakers. Uh, and, and if somebody, you know, if they had a great day, then they're just really, uh, you know, pressing up their action. Uh, but, and if not, they're just going to, you know, they're going to bet the Lakers. Again, that's the difference between fans. And when we say it's a Laker town, it's a Laker, fa- they're that's fans, right? right? Yes. So, but fans bet teams, fans bet the Lakers, professional bettors bet numbers. Can you, Wes, ask Vinny what you were talking to me before the show? Kind of slow rolled it a little bit. Got four minutes to go, but booking the NFL draft. Yeah, we do have the NFL draft Mm -hmm. coming up, of course. And Mm -hmm. every bookmaker that I've talked to, whether it's uh, Jeff Sherman and the guys over at Westgate or the guys at Circa or the guys at BetMGM or, or pretty much everywhere, 
they don't like booking the NFL draft because the players have been getting the best of them over the last few mm-hmm. years. And now it's getting more and more popular as you get more jurisdictions legalize this across the country. So how do you kind of commingle the fact where it's like, hey, we're not exactly doing great behind the counter with the NFL draft, mm-hmm. right. but yeah. we have to offer it because there's more interest in it. And this year it's in Las Vegas. So how do you kind of combine that where it's like, that's one of the few markets where the players have just as much of an advantage because mm-hmm. they can get the information and they're getting it at the same time. It's not like the old days where Roxy Roxborough and you guys had the computer and you had the information well before the betters did. That's a, that's a terrific point. It's a, a, a great question and not skirt. I'll flat out tell you that right now there are no props up yet because we, we don't have you betters. You have more information. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. What, what do you know? I, I love this question. What are you? What are you afraid of? That's not being afraid. You're trying to get the right, right. numbers for the right. Pro- we're we're formulating props right now. So what kind of props they're going to be in different props? Um, it's not going to cost us any business because again, the pro- the the event is here. It's going to be the biggest handle, the highest handle we've ever had on any NFL draft. We're just trying to get a handle close. It's on be, what yeah. these teams. Because let's face it, and I think a comparison could be this. You've got a lot of pundits out there uh, that are constantly changing their mocks, right? And I understand why. Because the needs of the teams are changing. Yes. Let's face it. The, the need, if you look at just some of the recent trades that have taken place, that changes the team's needs for the draft, which impacts and from our side of the counter, what the props are going to be and what the prices are going to be. If you look at the Chiefs and the Dolphins and the Patriots right now, they're very different than they were pre, the, the, prior to the trades they made. If Garoppolo is traded to Carolina, that changes a lot of things. Certainly the, a quarterback prop. How many, pro, how many quarterbacks are going to be drafted in the first round? There's a lot of people who think that Carolina is going to have a, take a quarterback in the, in the first round. If they get Jimmy Garoppolo, they're not. And we know the 49ers are not. So that knocks probably knocks one off. So it's just a matter of trying to gauge what is happening around the league with some of the trades and some of the, uh, the team's needs. Then when we have a better idea, then the props will go up. Be satisfied with that answer? I am. Do you have a further question, Counselor? What's the win total I can bet on the Lions here at the South Point? Right Nothing now? yet until after the draft. I watched The Hustler. It's about time. It's only been two years that I've been, uh, you know. I thought Newman was great. I thought yeah. your boy Fats was great. What's his name? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. I the thought great he was, one. But you know what? It was plotting. It dragged a little bit. No. Yes. No, stop it. Stop. Watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> it, took, it took like 10 years out of my life watching it the first time. Because Cary Grant wasn't pushing. I was like, there's still 45 minutes to go. Stop. What is this, War and Peace? Stop. Okay, well, that answer was uh, acceptable. As far One of the greatest gambling movies of all. Did you pay attention to what was happening? No. The no. new one? I was, playing with, I was playing with Jeezy the there dog. You go. Uh, Vinny Maliulo, <laughs> legend behind the book, right behind Great me at to the be South Point. Nice to see you. We're coming back with some day baseball next year. Lombardi Lines, Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Yeah. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 